When you're going through a tough time, it's hard to have faith. Pastor Moon will talk about finding hope even in the darkest of times. Right now, let's join Pastor Moon as he shares God's love and hope for you on 10 Minutes of Biblical Hope. Hi, I'm Pastor Donald Moon, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about living with chronic illness. We have thousands upon thousands of people because we are constantly struggling in our body and we live in a fallen world that is struggling with chronic illness. Sometimes it's arthritis and sometimes it's just our mind, our lungs, our kidneys, or a wide range of things. Well, today we have a special guest. His name is Steve. Now, Steve is one of our biblical counselors here, him and his wife, Deb. They do counseling with couples, and they're a team, and they're really powerful. In fact, they're full right now. But Steve, as I look across here, I've known you for a while. I've known this, but I see that you have oxygen around you, and I've never seen you in 18 years without the oxygen. Tell us about that. Well, Donald, about well, some years ago, I was having trouble breathing. And I uh, went to the doctor. They thought it was asthma. Finally, the doctor decided it wasn't. Sent me to a specialist. The specialist did a test and uh, uh, came back a week later and, and found the results. And it was a, a genetic lung disease. Uh, and uh, because of this disease, this disease causes emphysema and COPD, all those things. Um, but I had about 33% lung capacity. And... Um, Doctor told me, he said, I, I, I think you probably have about four years left to live. And um, very ironically, today is the anniversary of that date, 20 years later. Wow. Uh, so for the Lord saw it to be more than four. Um, I now have 23% lung capacity, roughly. And uh, life's hard. But, uh, you know... If you if you just give up, then there's there's no life at all. Yeah. You call it living with chronic illness, and I call it Friday. Everyone has something that they have to deal with. I'm not special. Right. Um, I know what I deal with, though. I think maybe that's that's a great thing that I know what I'm dealing with. Uh, a lot of people don't know what they're dealing with, but whenever you're dealing with something, you still have to choose to live your life or not. Good. Good, Steve. Also, you were talking about I, I still have some struggles and uh, breathing. Uh, I'm going to elaborate on what I see anyway, that any time that I have a chance to meet with you, um, you always have to stop and you have a choice to either talk or breathe. Because a lot of times when you first in your mobility, uh, you can't do both. So I just wanted the people to understand that it's not just uh, breathing is a little bit of a struggle, but you labor at that uh, all the time, don't you? Yes. Yes, all the time. Yeah. And if anyone that knows me knows it's a struggle to decide between talking and breathing. Right. Because I've got a lot to say. <laughs> right. Well, I, yeah. And I, and I have known you for a while, and, and you also get the talking in. We just need to wait for a while for you to catch your breath yeah. and things like that. You know, but also, Steve, the first time I met you is when I was pastor in a church and uh, invited you over to, to help us solve a problem that is going on. And uh, you were willing to minister. And one of the things that I've known about you uh, that— 
you could be staying home and um, really just sitting there and breathing, and that is enough work in its own. But you are constantly ready to minister. You're constantly ready to pour in, encourage other people, tell them about the gospel. Now, Steve, how do you reconcile both what's going on physically in this 20-year illness and your love for Jesus Christ? Well... I'll tell you, the last um, the last 20 years, my love for Jesus Christ has been a uh, tumultuous relationship okay. because I know his word. I know what it says. <clears throat> and in my human uh, thoughts and in my human heart, I want everything he has for me. Mm. And uh, I think it needs to be a certain way, but I'm not God, so I don't understand his way. But I'll say this, the word says in John 10, 10, that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And that's what was set out for me. Right. But it goes on to say that, that God comes to give us life and life to the abundance, to the full. And if I sit on the couch just breathing, I would have life. Right. But it would not be abundant. Right. It would not be full. Um, I have noticed over the years that I have uh, got into, into ministry, I am a, uh, my wife and I are both licensed ministers, have a degree in theology because I didn't want to sit still. Mm. And what I've been pointed out from my wife is whenever I am in the word and I'm teaching, preaching or counseling and the Holy Spirit is speaking through me, she says, you don't look like you need any help breathing at all. Mm. So I know I'm complete right. in the Lord. The Lord completes everything in me, yeah. uh, just as his word says. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. And, you know, uh, I, I talk to you about the word, but man, will you, there's other people that are listening to us today that have chronic illness or is a caretaker of chronic illness that helps other people. Steve, what are some Bible verses or what are some ways that you stay, uh, man, closely connected and keep going? Well, I'll tell you one way is, first of all, <clears throat> I do not take ownership of this disease. Okay. Um, Jesus took the stripes for this disease, just like all other diseases. Uh, and something I tell people, anyone that I hear talking about what they're battling, is if they say, my lung disease or my kidney right. disease or my heart issue, I tell them, don't claim it. Right. I battle a lung disease, but it's not mine. I don't yeah. want it. Right. And, and due to that, I've, I've had some very godly people speak into my life with scriptures that I've hung on to. One of the, the, the first ones is... Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, and all your ways submit to him, and he will direct your path. And that's hard to not lean on our own understanding. Um, but but that, I think that's one of my favorite ones. Wow. So it seems to help you. And, you know, another thing, mm -hmm. in, in a, one of our past episodes, we talked about identity. Uh, the lung disease you battle isn't what your true identity is, is no, it? no. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you real quick, my wife and I are constantly praying and looking for things that we can do together yeah. uh, that are not sitting home alone. You know, we've got nine grandkids and two great grandkids and they keep us hopping. Yeah. But, you know, we, we have a travel trailer, a fifth wheel. We go and we see uh, we recently bought a, a Harley trike. Right. Because it's something that is a heart's desire. And I'll tell you what, the doctors would tell me, no, no, don't do that. My Lord says, yes, do that. Yeah. Do, you know, if 
live life abundantly. Right. Another scripture, the Lord says, I'll restore your health and heal your wounds. Says the Lord. Right. Well, I believe him. Right. Every day is a choice and every day is a struggle. Yeah. But it's well worth it. Well, Steve, I wonder if you would be willing to, um, man, the, the person that is listening, that's either helping other people with chronic illness or they're dealing with them. I want you to speak directly to them uh, on uh, how to encourage them in the okay. Lord. As a caregiver, I've seen through my wife and other caregivers, it's a hard job. It's a, it's a very hard job. The best way to encourage someone is to, I think, not, don't pity them. You know, explain, you've got this hard, but I'm going to help you. Right. I'm going to help you any way I can. And have them tell you what they need help with. One of the things that really bothers me is when I'm struggling for someone to say, that doesn't know me, they'll come, are you okay? Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. Uh, but it's embarrassing to the, those that you're giving care to. They don't want to be pitied and they don't want to not be able to do what they can't do. So have grace with them, have patience with them, and understand that we all battle something, like I said. We've all got it better than someone, but we have it worse than someone too. So when you're helping them, realize that they may not know that they've got it better than someone else. Right. And just bless them. Amen. Man, thank you, Steve. Thanks for joining us uh, today. Uh, this is something that really touches home with a lot of different people. So just kind of recap what Steve told us today is that, um, man, that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. But Christ says, I've come to give you life and give it to the full as long as your body will allow you to live that abundant life uh, and continue to not lean on your own understanding. So we want to pray, if you will, Steve and Deb, will you join with me right now as I pray for other people? Father God, we don't understand why we struggle the way we do. We don't understand all we need to understand about this fallen world. But Father, the people that are struggling, the enemy wants to isolate them and make them think they're all by themselves. Father, will you lay your hands upon the ones that are listening today and may they experience you in a sweet and new way and give them that supernatural peace that you promised you would never leave them or forsake them. And I pray all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.